Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. I'm Dan, here with Big Cass. Big Cass looks like he's live in Las Vegas for the draft. I mean, this is this is what this episode's all about. Big night tomorrow night. A couple, you know, a couple Ohio State players are going to become multimillionaires, life-changing money. Cass, it's exciting. What are your thoughts on the upcoming draft? Well, I'm excited for the draft. I'm excited for the uh, for Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave to walk across that stage, get their jersey, get their hat, give Commissioner Goodell a hug, um, represent Buckeye, <laughs> represent Buckeye Nation uh, the right way. And I'm excited for him. The only thing is, and I'm happy now, is the Browns don't have to don't have a pick in the first round, so neither one of them will be going to Cleveland. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> um, there is still a chance that both of them could end up in the AFC North with Baltimore and, and Pittsburgh, because obviously they we know my Bengals don't need no wide receivers. Uh, they probably have the yeah. best wide receiver room in the NFL. It's um, a fact, <laughs> but. Uh, I'm excited about to see what the Bengals do. Uh, do they go offensive line? I know they were offensive line heavy in the free agency. Do they go defensive back? Um, also, I want to see if a Buckeye sneaks up in the second round. This is a defensive heavy class, and we know how some guy uh, – there is some guys I think that's getting a lot of talk right now, and that's Jeremy Rucker. Uh, Jeremy Rucker's been getting a lot yeah. of talk the last couple of days uh, because this tight end cl- group is not heavy. Um, they compared him to Dalton Schultz on yeah. NFL.com, which I think is actually a really accurate set comparison. It, it is. And Schultz is a great tight end for the Cowboys. He remind, if you go back and watch Todd Heap's film when he was drafted in the early yeah. 2000s, that's who Jeremy Ruckert reminds me of is, is a Todd Heap. Um, I like that. But I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm excited for the draft. It's an annual ritual uh, for me and my, you know, my wife we, you know, ever since we – you know, started dating him and you know, we sit down she loves watching the draft because she lost watch like seeing the players smile and cry and you know and we'll order some roosters sit down watch the draft have a couple beers and um i know she doesn't make it out the by the first 10 picks but i end up staying <laughs> up for the whole whole shebang it's it's um, really long the first round it's it's a, it's a, it's a even, marathon i've even broken a recliner uh when the bengals drafted Billy Price back in 2018. Well, out of joy, out of joy, out of joy. I broke it, but unfortunately it didn't turn out very well, but things happen, but I'm excited for the draft. I I was in Vegas uh, a couple months ago. They were all excited for the draft um, out there. Just, you know, the locals that, you know, the local Uber drivers, you know, because, you know, they're about to make bank this weekend. Um, so it, it's the draft is always a fun process, and it kicks off the NFL free agency and then off season. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, Cass, uh, I have all the players, Ohio State Buckeyes, eligible for the draft right here. I have the list. Uh, I wanted to kind of. I'm just gonna. I want to play a game with you. I'm gonna shout out the guy's name, and you're just gonna say what round he's gonna go. All right. So. Um, We'll start it. I'm going to start with one. Let's do with Tyreek Smith. What round do you think he goes? I think 
I I think he's going late second. I, I, I okay. really do. Wow. I, um, he's a second day guy. I, I think a team. I, I don't think a team's going to move up to get him, but I think he's going to be one of those players where he's a best player player available. Um, in that situation, and he's looked good in his off, off season. Um, I was going to say third, like l- mid to late third. I think he goes. I I think a team it's he could be a kind of a reach, but he's kind of like a player that Bill a Bill Belichick might gamble mm. on. Um, Zach Zach Taylor, head coach Zach Taylor for the Bengals have has raved this week about Ohio State players. I, I don't think the Bengals need a defensive rush in, but I think a team like New England that is going to pick early that could be up getting a late second round, early third could take take us Tyreek Smith. Now, I, I, I mean, I know. I know the Texans were interested in him. I know Vrabel was working hard with him one-on-one, so the Titans appear to be interested. Obviously, you mentioned the Bengals. I think the Pats. I mean, I think there's a couple teams that could really use him. That's what I'm saying. I I, want to say late second round, but it's going to be one of those picks. It's going to be second to last pick or the last pick or early third. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Uh, Jeremy Rucker, your boy. I I love Jeremy Rucker. I mean, again, I compared him to Todd Heap. I think he's a second rounder, but I think he's going to go into the third round. And I, I think I, I would love to see him in Bengal stripes, but um, I think a team like New England <laughs> again. I, I I hate to say New England, but you know how Bill Belichick loves them tight ends, and um, but I also see. Hear me out. The That's Green good. Bay Packers. I could see that. That would be a good good fit because they uh, Tanya in their tight end had an ACL injury, I believe. So I, they do need they they could use more weapons. I have him going probably in the fourth round because I think he's going to get hurt just because of the production. Um, I think that's an issue that's going to really hamper him. Unfortunately, I think I could see him going to like Jacksonville. Uh, I think they could use – I mean, obviously they have Farrell, but I think they could really use another tight end. I think that would be a nice little spot for him. Or even the Bears. The Bears pick later. They don't really have any picks in the first couple rounds because they, they trade all for fields. But I think that might be a, a gesture to fields getting one of his guys. Uh, I could see him going Especially to Chicago. with the rumors swirling that the Bears may use package Robert Quinn moving into the first round. That's what I've been hearing. I, I don't think they're going to get any buyers because Robert Quinn's kind of older. No, and, I would never do that. Um, but you never know. You never know. Stranger things have happened on draft <laughs> night. Um, all right. Here's an interesting one. I think I think he where he goes might surprise a lot of people, but NPF, Nicholas Petit Ferrer, I think he might be end of first round. Potentially, he might be a surprise first rounder. He's a he's a mid six. He's a mid second rounder. uh, Just because of the reports I've been hearing, I think he's a first rounder. I really do. But this tackle, this offensive line tackle draft class is so deep. Uh, I got him going in the uh, mid second round, and I have him going to the Bengals in the second round. I love it. I love it. I mean, I could see, I could see him sneaking in at the end of the first. Uh, let's take a look. Bang. I mean, Bengals pick 30, 31. I could see a situation where it'll probably happen. They'll trade down. Honestly, 
That usually happens with those last couple picks. Trade down, and they'll get an early second-round pick and then snag him. I could totally see that happening. Hey, they re- the Bengals really love eight, uh, the Booth kid from uh, from uh, Clemson and Linderbaum from Iowa. So, and I've seen a lot of mock drafts where Linderbaum has dropped. And I think if the Bengals, if Linderbaum is down there where the Bengals at, at thirty one, the Bengals are just snagging him. I mean, that's he's that's a he's a great player though. So that's yeah. that that totally makes sense. Um, all right, our boy. Number number two on the field, number one of your hearts, Chris Olave. Where does he go? I did a mock draft earlier um, earlier today. Let me bring it up. Um, For me, it's tough. This one. It, it was very tough, but I had him going nineteen to the Saints because I think at sixteen the Saints are taking Matt Corral. Um just because I think Malik Willis is going number two over wall. And I think uh, either Carolina or Seattle's moving up to grab Kenny Pickett. Don't know why I, I'm being realistic here. Um, I, think. I think, I think Matt Corral gets drafted and I think they get their wide receiver. And I think Michael Thomas will be thrilled to be lining up with uh, Chris Olave at 19 to the saints. But I also had him in another mock draft. I did going number 22 to the Packers. Okay. I love that because um, I, I'm nervous for Olave because I've been like you've been hearing all like London, uh, they have like the North Dakota State receiver. They're throwing a lot of these random receivers, and that idiot on TikTok. Yeah, the, his routes don't translate and stuff, and he he, like, he ran a good route, but he's not a good route runner. What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought Olave obviously, obviously he never had a thousand yard season. That just, I think, more of the the volume. I mean, that people need to I realize tell, too. I, I will tell you though, in 2020, if we played a full year, that's a thousand yard receiving year. Yes, and also people need to realize too, like, like some it's receivers a, get a thousand yards because they're the only weapon on some yes. teams' offenses. And it's Ohio not all State, about stats. Yeah, Ohio State. There's plenty. Like, there's not enough. There's not enough ball to go around for some people. Excuse me. Just because Mike Thomas was never a thousand yard guy at Ohio State, I don't think he even came close. And, and this Barry McLaurin wasn't a thousand yard guy. This fantasy football guy that said this about Olave said he was the fourth option. I mean, tell me you don't watch Ohio State football without telling uh, me you don't watch. That's a stretch. Like I get if he, if he's trying to say that like JSN and Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson and Travion Henderson, but that. That really was never – I I think, honestly, JSN was probably the fourth the third, option, third yeah, or third fourth option. option. Yeah. It's just he got – he did he had better production because everyone was kind of keying in on Olave and Wilson and yeah. Travion. I think I think that's where the production came from. Yeah. But um, I have him cast – I hope he goes higher. I think the earliest he can go is to Washington at – where was it? At uh, 11. 11, yeah. 11. I think, well, honestly, the Jets, too. The Jets at 10, I think, would be the earliest I could see Olave going. I think he goes, though, honestly. I had JMO. I had them picking JMO at 10 because <laughs> the just because the Jets are dumb. I'm not saying nothing wrong with JMO. I just don't think but, he's going to be ready yet. No, no. I think, I mean, I love JMO. I think he'll have a great career. But, I do too. But, but they, the Jets, that's a totally Jets pick. Pick, yeah. pick the, the fast guy from Bama who has an ACL injury. And then, like, 
he won't be ready for camp. They won't get him on the field. It's that's classic Jets. But um, honestly, I, honestly, I love Alave, and I, I could see where you see where Alave could go there. But a healthy Jamison Williams with the arm of Zach Wilson. Yeah, I mean, I it, but but if he, they were in L.A., Jamison Williams isn't a great <laughs> route runner either, though. Like Zach, the, Zach the one guy, the one guy was harping on Olave's route running, but Olave is a much better route runner than Jamison Williams. If you yeah. actually watch the film, Jamison yeah. Williams is a burner, and, and Zach Zach Wilson isn't really an accurate quarterback. He could just chuck the ball deep. Yeah, but I, I mean, realistically, Cass, I think, I think Olave goes. Um, between 28 and 30 to either the Packers or the Chiefs. The Chiefs have, Chiefs have those two picks. They got rid of Tyreek Hill. I think if Olave drops, it's going to be to his benefit because he's going to get Pat Mahomes, and he's going to put up numbers. Yeah, I think the three teams that we both said that uh, Olave are going to go, Saints, Packers, and Chiefs are probably the best fits for him. Yeah, it's, it's going to be one of those situations where – uh, he falls and he's a little frustrated, but like in the long run, it's going to pay out great. I don't um, think Golave is a guy that's going to get frustrated either. No, no, but I think I think we're going to. Everyone else is going to get more frustrated on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Thayer, Thayer Mumford, where you got him going? This is an interesting four, one. I got him go er, late, uh, early fourth round, late third round. Same, yeah, I would say about the same. Um, I mean, they're going to like his versatility. But they're going to definitely play him at tackle I, in the NFL. I, I mean, think, uh, yeah, tackle. I think a good fit, a good style offense for him would be a Carolina Panthers, uh, where um, Matt Roll runs majority of his offense out of shotgun. Um, Munford thrives as a tackle in the shotgun. I think that he's. A, I think he's a uh, project pick too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I think Matt Roll. And uh, the Carolina Panthers could get a steal in in uh, the third, late third round, early fourth round, because they're going to get a solid player. I think he's going to be a solid starter. Is he going to be a Pro Bowler? No, he might have go to one or two, but he's going to be a solid offensive line starter I, for. I years. can see, I can see like the Jets taking him almost if they want to, you know, run out of shotgun with Zach Wilson because uh, they don't. I know like with Makai Becton, they're having issues with him because he apparently he's not going to rehab for his knee. So they might need me to need a, a, a offensive lineman who could be kind of like a, a spare. You know that sixth guy. I think Thayer would be a perfect I, option. I think I think Thayer's going to eventually be a starter, maybe not right away, but he's going to be he's going to have a solid career. I, I really do. I even Miami seems like a good pick. The bang the Bengals too. I mean, if Burrow's in the gun. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell with the three guys that the Bengals just got. Yeah, good point. Um, couple more names. We got four more left. Damari McCall, <laughs> does he get picked? <laughs> he's Undrafted. gonna he's gonna he's ending up in New England. Undrafted. Undrafted. He's gonna be shifted around. He's gonna start off in New England. He's gonna do a stint. He's gonna be like. Antonio Williams. I follow Antonio Williams. He's he's now on the um, Colts. Okay. So I think Demario McCall will play a couple years, and then we'll see him in the USFL. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I, I I hope he gets drafted. I, I, if he I don't go, think he'll get drafted. If he if he literally gets picked in like the seventh round, I'm gonna be so 
Dan's gonna, Dan's gonna buy the Demario McCall j- rookie jersey. I will, I will. He and he's number one too, so I will buy a number one Demario McCall, you know, New England Patriots jersey or <laughs> wherever he goes. I mean, he's got versatility. Special teams, he can play Denver, corner, baby. receiver, running back. He's not, gonna be not, on your Broncos. Oh, I'd be, dude, I'd be psyched. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be psyched. I'd be like, we got a. I'm surprised you don't have a Baron Browning Broncos jersey yet. No, I honestly, if I had to pick one, I would go with um, Cooper. I think Cooper's the better player yeah. for us. I mean, Bear Browning was really Draymond, good. Draymond Jones. Yeah, I mean, the Ohio State guys are always good on the Broncos. Um, Antoine Jackson, this is an interesting one. I'm Ooh, feeling – I forgot about him. Six, I think I think undrafted. Six to seven. Um, I'm going to, I hate to say it, undrafted or seventh round. Yeah, I'd say – okay, yeah. Ceiling is six. Most likely get, undrafted. And he's going to sign with the Titans just because of that Vrabel-Ohio State connection. I could, I could see that. Uh, or maybe like the like the 49ers. I don't know because Bosa. Bosa puts in a good <laughs> word. That's, that's all I can really think of. Hey, Antoine Jackson. All right. Here, here's a contentious one. Um, Chris Booker. <laughs> Undrafted? No, I'm kidding. Obviously undrafted. Sorry, my guy. We'll see. We'll see you in. We'll see you in the USFL. Um, Haskell Garrett. This is the last one. Haskell Garrett. This is. This is. You forgot one. one. You forgot one after Haskell Garrett. Oh, I did. Uh, why is he not? Did I skip him? Yes, you did. Oh uh, no, I skipped two. Actually, I apologize. I started. I, Haskell I, Garrett. Haskell, Haskell Garrett, Garrett is going in the second round. Somebody is going to take him in the second round. Should he go in the second round? That's debatable, but somebody in the second round is taking Haskell Garrett, and it's going to be the Minnesota Vikings. I think it's going to be like the Baltimore Ravens. I feel like he he has he, or Steelers. Steel, yeah, he has like Samoan, AFC North, just like super strength. I, I, Pittsburgh and Minnesota is where I think he goes. I mean, I think Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland would be a good fit for him. They got Tommy Togiai. <laughs> did, did did they find him yet? Or. <laughs> Still in Miami. <laughs> we have not located Mr. Togi. We don't even know I, if, if that's saw, him on I the saw, Browns. I saw him on Instagram. He got his. He finally got his Ohio State diploma. Good for good for good for number seventy-seven. What a, what a legend. Seventy-two. Um, was he? Oh, seventy-two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> we we know some good people that wore number seventy-two. Um. Yeah. No, Haskell Garrett. Though I think I. So he, so he did. He didn't put up crazy measurables either at the pro day, but it's you his watch. Motor. You just watch. Like he's a ball player. When like yeah, he's. That's why I'm saying Minnesota, uh, Pittsburgh. He, he's um, like an Orlando Brown type guy, or Orlando Brown Jr. Like terrible measurables, but like he puts on the pads and like it doesn't matter. I feel like that's I, Haskell Garrett. He's a Pittsburgh Steeler. I hate to say he's a Pittsburgh Steeler all the way. I told I Pittsburgh or Baltimore or or maybe Cleveland. A, a, somewhere AFC North I got for sure. I, I like the Vikings too. Maybe even the Seahawks. I could see the Seahawks. He's got he's got West Coast and he's got like that um like that Legion of Boom, I think, mentality. I could see him going there and having a really good career. Um who am I missing? Oh, Master Teague. Sixth round. Okay. To the Colts. I like it. I like it. I could. Um, 
I like them actually, not just not the Colts. But, I mean, I, the Colts, yeah, Tennessee. Uh, but he's going the sixth round. I, I somebody's taking him. I agree. Um, he's I fast. Think, I feel like, uh, yeah, he, he's big. He's fast. He's going to be that inside the twenty guy. Or if it's third down and one, you just give it to Master Teague. I think. I think. I, I think some teams would be intrigued by him. I see Tennessee being intrigued in him just because New England. New England. Yeah, no, I, New, England New England throws like nine running backs out there. New England always finds the random like running backs with skills too, and that's Master Teague. But I could see I could see uh Tennessee because he's they like I feel like they would look at him and be like, "Oh, this guy could kind of play like Derrick Henry. He's big and fast and a power back." Like I think they would look at him and be like, "This guy runs a similar style." But they they have Deonta Foreman, so I don't I don't know. Um, last one, Garrett Wilson. I think he goes top ten. I had him in my mock draft going to the Falcons. Um, they need to replace uh, Calvin Ridley. Well, he'll be back in a year. Yeah, but uh, I think he's going to be a great fit. I think. With Calvin really, ha- I think 2024 uh, or 2023 will be a great year. Could be a pretty good year for the Falcons. Um, I think they also have to build on their defense. But if Garrett Wilson's there, you you like in, tw- in 2023, you take Garrett Wilson this year. 2023, you're going to have Calvin Ridley, Garrett Wilson, and you're going to have maybe CJ Stroud slinging them the ball. I think Garrett Wilson is going to be a Philadelphia Eagle. Because they got two picks in the middle of the first round, I feel like he's going to slide somehow. Because the NFL draft is stupid. Uh, We're going to get really angry, just like we are when Olave slides a little bit. I think Garrett Wilson though goes to the Eagles and those teens because they have those two picks. Match him up with Devontae Smith, uh, and then Hertz or whoever they get in there. But that that one-two combo would be unreal, I think, and that would be really fun to watch. I can see it. I, I also thought about Olave going to the Eagles in one of those picks, too. Um, so yeah, I, I I think Garrett Wilson's going to the Falcons or maybe earlier. I think somebody could take a gamble since the Fa- Giants uh, are trying to trade their number one receiver from last year. Uh, maybe they. Yeah, Tony. I mean, yeah, I could see that, bro. That's line also- him up with uh, Kenny Galladay. Um. Yeah, I, I like it. Um. Maybe somehow Chicago. Chicago. I would. I feel bad for Justin Fields. They have no picks. I, I like. I'm actually angry for Fields because they're at, they got the 39th pick. I he's believe in such a bad situation. He really like. It's the 39th, and they're gonna they're gonna botch it and draft some stupid like. They're going to draft like a guard that they're, they're going to, well, they need to protect them. Well, they do, but they'll, what the bears will do with that pick, they'll draft like a guard or like a center that has no business of being a second round pick. And it's like four years away from developing and it doesn't solve anything. And then feels right. is going to get sacked 58 times this year. And they're going to be like, why, why is he so bad? It's going to be, cause they, you don't block for my guy. You don't give him any, his best weapons, Darnell Mooney, like, Come on. If if 
Chicago somehow is able to move up in the second round. They they're only moving up in the second round to take an Ohio State wide receiver. I mean, the first round to take Ohio State receiver. Yeah, I mean, if it feels if they somehow snag Olave, I like if imagine Olave slides all the way down to the Chicago's pick and they get him. Like, I feel bad because he fell off that first round, but reuniting Fields and Olave would be pretty sick. Yeah, it would. It very, very, it would a lot. So, we love to play this game every year. Everybody does. Uh, the biggest reach in the NFL draft this year, and, and this can be outside, <laughs> outside of Ohio State players. Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> <laughs> He's going number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. We all know that. I'm going with Malik Wills. Do I think the reason being is this dra- quarterback draft class is dog shit? Do I think Malik Wills is a great player or has a potential to be a great player? Yes, I do. I don't think he's the best quarterback in his draft. Year one, year one, he has the potential to be the best quarterback in his draft. I think right now Kenny Pickett is, and is, and it's close, obviously. But I think the Detroit Lions are going to take him number two overall. And I think it's going to be a big reach because you don't take a quarterback number two overall and don't expect him to play right away. The best case scenario for him is to drop maybe a little bit down in the top ten because somebody's going to move up and get him. And hopefully they get somebody to help him around him. You know, like I said uh, earlier, I thought I said Matt Corral would be drafted by the Saints when they get Alave because they got two picks in the first round. So I think Malik Wills will be the biggest reach, and it won't be his fault. It won't because of the organization he's going to go to. That's my. Reason. I mean, I think I just I think Aiden Hutchinson's a reach because <laughs> I think so too. But he's not going to be the biggest because he's going to be solid. He's not going to be. I don't think he's going to be a Bosa, even though he thinks he's better than a Bosa. If Desmond Ritter goes in the first round, I think that's a reach as well. I I'm just not sold on him. Um, I've never really been sold on him. Put a put on tape of him against solid defenses, and don't give me this shit. That Notre Dame is a solid defense. Notre Dame stinks. Um, Desmond Ritter against Ohio State. Yes, it was his sophomore year. Zero points. Desmond Ritter against Alabama this year. Bad. <laughs> I mean, plain and simple. That playoff game was terrible. It was horrible. Cincinnati had no business being in the playoffs. Their, def- no, their defense was fine. Their defense, I thought, did pretty well. For their consider- offense was sh- the offense Ash. didn't do them any. By the favors. way, I have Sauce Gardner going number three overall to the. No, I have him number four going overall to the Jets. And I yeah, have. I just, uh, I just think I have. Derek Stenio Jr. going to the Texans because I don't. Know I think that's a great pick. Some people are saying, "Oh, Sting, Sting, Stingley, that's a bad pick. He's falling off." But I don't think it's guy, a bad pick. The guy that won know. a national championship was the best corner his freshman year. He just—I don't think he really I, tried after that. I don't. For good I don't uh, I'm not saying nothing against Derek Stingle Jr. I think he's going to go right to the Houston Texans. But one, Lovey Smith's defense coach, anyways. 
but I don't think the Texans know what the hell they're doing. I really don't. <laughs> I, I, just, I don't know what they're doing. They got their Browns picks, but guess what? They're going to screw up the Brown, the picks that they got yeah, from the Browns. Yeah, they're just going to they light really them on fire. Are. Like, they're going to draft, like, some Western Michigan wide receiver that was on the draft board, and I'm like, who the heck is this guy? If a team needs a wide receiver, it is Houston because Brandon Cooks is their best wide receiver on the on the on the uh, on their draft tracker. So they get Derek Stanley Jr. But what are they going to do with their next picks in the in the first round? The Texans, I don't know what the hell they're doing. I'm oh, sorry. You know what? No, no, it might be a reach. I mean, I, I don't think he's going to go in the first round. But I think uh, I've been hearing it. Wide receiver. UGA George Pickens. I, I just every time I watched him, I've heard like some people like him. Every time I watch him play, though, I'm I'm, I'm kind of underwhelmed. I heard he might be a potential first round guy. George Pickens, not not. I think that's a reach. Yeah, especially if you take him over like JMO, Olave, Garrett Wilson. I think that's just a terrible pick in my I, opinion. London. I can see London though over Pickens. I really I like, can. I like. I do like the Arkansas guy. I can. See, yeah. I I honestly like. I like Wilson as the number one receiver. I obviously think Olave is the number two, but in reality, if you put it break it down, I go Wilson. Actually, it is Wilson and Olave. I'm sorry, I'm being biased here, but put on the tape, people. Put on the tape. They were the two best wide receivers in the nation last year. They had all three of those guys who, should have been up for the Blintikoff. Who, Cass? Who will be your biggest surprise? Biggest uh, surprise? My biggest surprise is going to be Kenneth Walker. I think he will be a stud. Oh yeah, I think I think he's going in the second round. I think everybody's going to be shocked when he gets selected in the second round. He might very well be the first running back taken off the board. I just see I think, him I think putting up should. massive numbers. Uh, and I think he's just gonna. He, I think he's just gonna be a fantasy god wherever he goes. Yeah, I would like to see him in the backfield with uh, Joe Mixon. Yeah, I feel like he would have dove after a ball in fourth and one. Oh, for sure, in the Super Bowl for sure. Absolutely, um, biggest bust. I know it's the reach is different from bust. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> I'm going Kayvon Thibodeau. Really? Yeah, hmm. I, I – no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going Thibodeau. <laughs> uh, I got to really look at this. Kenny Pickett. I'm going to say – I'm going to say the juice man. James Williams? Yeah, I, I, I don't – I love him. I, I I think he was just a product though of just out, Nick Saban just schemed him up basically. I think Nick Saban just fed him the ball a lot, schemed him up. I think I mean he's a, he's a talent, but he's coming off a knee injury, and I think people think he's a lot better route runner and a lot better than he what he was. And I think I think he just really was the guy at Alabama because they had no one else and they got him a lot of, a lot of volume, but. I think in the league, when the, when there's a lot, everyone's bigger, faster, stronger. I think it'll be a challenge for him to adjust potentially, and I think that knee injury it's going to not help him get off to the right start. So I could I could see him busting. I don't want him to, but I could totally because everyone expects him to be such a stud. I think he could potentially bust. 
I think David Ojabo will be the biggest drop. Yeah, I could see that. I think he's better than Hutchinson. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll be the biggest drop. Uh, actually, the biggest reach is going to be Travis Jones from Connecticut. I think Tampa is going to pick him because Tom Brady always picks these random name. He's like, hey, uh, that put that guy up. He'll be great somehow, too. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be good. <laughs> he'll, um, he'll be and- a five-time Pro Bowler, and we'll be like, how, how did UConn win like a game last year? So if this happens, if this – oh, by the way, that Western Michigan player, I had him going 25th overall to the, uh, to the Western Michigan Broncos. His name is Sky Moore. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sky Moore. Stud from action. I remember it. No, he was actually really – you know what? Yeah, he's actually pretty good. That is actually a good pick. I watched yeah. like the, Tuesday nights in November. I remember watching him. I'm like, wow, this Sky Moore guy is pretty good. Might be a little bit of a reach. Probably he will bust, but, like, I can see the pick. That's some good scouting, whoever's doing that. Um, I also – I think if this actually does happen, it may, it's my makes-a-lot-of-sense pick. And that's Jordan Davis to the Cowboys. When's the last time the Cowboys had somebody to plug up the middle to stop the run? I mean, I, I think Davis would be a stud. It's, oh, I do too. The problem is, I hope he did, I hope he doesn't get treated like Glenn Dorsey because, like, when Glenn Dorsey got drafted, people thought like he like he was a larger than life guy too. And he got drafted by the Chiefs, and he didn't put up great stat sack numbers, but he's a great run stuffer. Um, it's, I mean, people forget st- stopping the run is probably the biggest thing, especially if you're like a defensive tackle or nose tackle type guy. So, uh, I, I think Jordan Davis will be good. I, I, I do agree with you there, Cass. All right, in five years, looking that back down the road in five years, which, outside of the Ohio State guys, because we're both, which guy has the biggest ceiling to win a Super Bowl? Hmm. You are – go first because I'm doing my research right now. Well, not my research, but like I'm – If he gets drafted there. And I'm I'm throwing a homer pick here. Tyler Landerbaum to the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> Super Bowl winner. I could see. I mean, it all depends on where, where he goes. I could see Kyle Hamilton being a Super Bowl winner. I have him going 14th overall to the Ravens. I can, I mean I think he's a I think he's he's one of my favorite players in the draft. Watching I mean I was watch I mean, watching Notre Dame last year. Some of his plays, he's unreal. He's a great safety. Some some people are like nitpicking his game, but I mean he has great range, hits hard, great ball skills, good size, good. Intelligence. By the way, by the way, everybody nitpicks <laughs> draft. Yeah, they do, but I'm like I, I like when I was watching Kyle Hamilton when they were playing yeah, say, like Florida him. State and he had a pick like one of the first few series of the game. Uh, I was like, yeah, this guy, this guy's top five easily, easily. Like just watching him play, great player, great player. I think, I mean, I think he can easily win a Super Bowl um, as long as he goes to the right franchise. If he goes to the Texans, it's over. He's not winning a Super Bowl. But if he goes to like one of the New York teams, like the Giants, I could see potentially the Ravens. Yes. 
Um, the Eagles, the Seahawks. Yeah. Like teams like that, like good franchises. He has to go to a good franchise. For sure. And Baltimore is one of them. Absolutely. Uh, Cass, any more things before uh, I just fl- I move it to one more thing before we wrap it up? I have nothing. Uh, it was a bad week for spring sports up in Ann Arbor. Uh, softball took dropped two out of three, and baseball had some high-scoring games, but I think they got swept. But they took care of business in lacrosse, but – I saw a guy at the brewery drinking his sorrows away in a Michigan lacrosse uh, outfit on Sunday, just so you know. So he was very upset. (laughs) It was a brewery in Powell, too. So he, like, he he left the game, and he was there, and he was upset. And actually, a couple of his buddies wearing Michigan lacrosse outfits joined him. And I found it pretty funny, actually. That is pretty funny. That is pretty funny. Just like the offense of uh, Notre Dame spring game, too. By the way, I like. Oh my! Oh my God! Yeah, they're th- that quarterback Pine or whatever. He was throwing like picks on like screen passes. So I was like, "You're gonna nitpick it, our defense when your quarterback can't hit the broadside of a barn. Get out of here, Notre Dame recruiting. You're 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 done." Josh Proctor might have two pick sixes, and that'll be his only interceptions of the year. Bro, Tommy Eichenberg might house one. <laughs> Oh, on that note, what's the, what, what's the next thing? Oh, I was just going to say, uh, while we're talking about draft, and you did the spring sports nicely, uh, I just want to wrap it up kind of saying, Malachi Branham officially not returning to Ohio State basketball. I am not sure why they ha- did a press conference to do this. It was the dumbest, and he was late. And he, he was, was late, too. The dumbest press conference of all time. Um, he got, was like, it? It was because it got my hopes up for like a second. Like, like Holtman is outrageous for even doing that. I'm mad he did that. Why would you give me hope? Why would you do that? It's the dumbest thing ever. It made me angry. Right. It made all, all right. the reporters angry that who went there and he was late. It's just um, post the announcement like Dwayne Washington did and be gone. It's like um, I wish him the best and it's the right decision, but like don't waste our time with this. Don't get my hopes up to just that worse than the uh, Tuesday wins the, the two, the, the Wednesday afternoon in June when they fired that. Um, no, 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 no. It was just, I'm just a grumpy Ohio state basketball fan. That's what really grinded my gears this week. If we're doing that. What really grinded my gears this week. Oh man. They've been grinding my gears ever since the season started. It's my beloved Cincinnati Reds. Oh, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Football's coming. It comes soon enough. It is. At least I'm not Yankee fans throwing trash in the at Guardians players. All right, side tangent because we're. I mean, if you want, if you want. Cut the show off here. Feel free. Like we're just gonna talk baseball for like two more minutes, but. Uh, look, <laughs> if you are a Yankee fan, uh, you understand I'm a Yankee fan. The bleachers, the bleachers are, are like, it, they're international waters. All right. Illegal stuff goes on out there. It's the standard. People are like, how could that be? It's a baseball game. There's tradition. No, in the Bronx, it's a frenzy. You never like, you, you have to sit in the bleachers to understand it. 
Um, I've been a bleacher creature forever. I'm not condoning what they said. The video wasn't even that bad. It, it was just like they're yelling at each other. It really wasn't that bad in my opinion. But like bleacher creature, like the bleacher creatures, like they're blackout drunk. They're falling down the bleachers. Literally, they're spilling like dip all over each other. It's 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 the culture. And you know what? I love it. So I don't I don't see anything wrong with it. Uh, I don't agree with them throwing stuff trash on the on the field at players. But yeah, I mean, I mean that's it is extreme. what it is. It, it is what it is. If they act that way, they act that way. It's nothing you can stop them. They're going to act like that. Regard the trash is bad. I'll, I'll give you that. The trash, no, but like them just like mouthing off. They're it's always been like that. So I have tickets in section two hundred three, row eight, seats twenty four and twenty five. You, that's fine because you're, you're up. It's you're not in the actual like the the major bleachers. The bleachers are like the outfield, immediate outfield, that whole back section by the bullpen. Yeah, these were forty dollars a ticket too. That's pretty cheap. That's honestly pretty cheap for Yankee Stadium. You can consider yourself a lucky man. Thirty two sixty six. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm going on my birthday, and my wife's kind of concerned. Because um, after seeing that, I was like, oh, and they upped the security, too. Oh, I was like, no. yeah. Dude, security, you're fine. There's so much security there. Literally, they have, like, facial recognition stuff. They have, they have like, cops everywhere. It's, the, it's honestly the safest place in New York. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I, I, um, I've been in New York several times but uh but it's not like they're playing they're playing the reds it's not like they're playing boston it's not like they're playing the indians or the mets they're playing the reds so the likelihood of me probably getting beat up for wearing my joey Votto jersey is probably slim zero no one's gonna care it's the reds i'm gonna be completely honest i'm wearing a reds hat with a joey Votto jersey they're going to leave you me might, alone. You might, might, you might, you might get laughed at. You'll, like that, you won't get beat up. You'll just get laughed at. Someone will be like, "Well, who's a Reds fan? What is this guy doing?" Like that's the worst you're going to get. I, I promise you. And, and I guarantee it'd be like, "Well, we're the oldest franchise in history." Don't, and- don't, don't get personal with the Yankees. Don't, don't start spitting facts, Cass. I'm telling you, it's not. I'll just, just be like, dude, I'm from Ohio, and I love, and I love gonna, baseball. That, that's all you got to say. I'm telling you, just take your insults and just walk. You just got the Bronx is a zoo. You just, I'm, I'm warning you, bro, because I love you. Just, <laughs> just don't instigate them. Oh, I wouldn't instigate. I actually like the Yankees. So it's not <laughs> like, it's not like I hate the Yankees. So it's, I mean, and I don't like, and I don't hate the guardians either. I just won't mention that. Hey, you know, I, don't, I like the guardians. Too. I just like baseball. Like, yeah. Um, I'm obviously a huge Reds fan, but I do like the Yankees. I do. I just won't say I kind of like the Red Sox either, but I just like the history, history of the teams. So, understandable but enjoy the draft people enjoy the draft enjoy the draft hopefully some buckeyes make a lot of money tomorrow as always they will as always they will but thank you so much for listening to another episode of the bunch of notes podcast stay healthy and go bucks